Okay, guys, uh, welcome to the general store. Um, since we are still all under quarantine from COVID, uh, we're just going to keep recording more episodes. And on this episode, uh, we got two guests with me. Uh, so as always, I'm Kevin. I'm Lewis. I'm Robin. Uh, Lewis, do you want to let everyone know how we all know each other? Uh, sure, yeah. I uh, spent a year in Kingston at Queen's University and uh, met Kevin in a car. Um, we're both headed to Toronto and, uh, and then I, a week later, uh, snuck into his house while he was napping and, uh, started cooking. Yeah, that's actually, that's, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but how, how would you, uh, describe how that's how, that's how we met each other. Right? I mean, that, that is how we met. I was just going to say so that we like lived with each other for half a year. Oh yeah. No, he liked, he liked it so much. He then moved into my house, uh, the yeah. next semester. So, <laughs> and, uh, Kevin, you know, Robin through me, um, because we also cooked together. It's true. Yeah. yeah. At the end of the day is food. Food just brought us all together. Yeah. Um, and, uh, Robin and I used to play uh, sports together, right? That's right. <laughs> you want to say the particular sport? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we used to play uh, groom ball together. Groom ball. <laughs> we, we played basketball that one time. We did, yes, yeah. Actually, we basketball. played quite a few sports together. Volleyball. Yeah, yeah. Um, what was the 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 knockoff uh slam spike ball? Oh, smash ball. Smash ball. Knockoff spike ball, yeah. Yeah. Um but yeah, we we met in uh 2014 when we played for the Canadian uh, Quidditch team together. Damn. Yeah, and then uh yeah. good good friends since then. I mean, yeah, like 2014 that was definitely a while ago. Uh which is a, a good segue because today we're going to talk about uh high school lives. Or some aspect of it. Uh, I know this Ooh. is pretty far in the past at this point. Uh, I entered high school in 2010, so almost 10 years ago. But oh my god, Florida, Wait, you you entered high school in 2010? I entered, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I am a little younger than you guys, so <laughs> yeah. But Wait, also, what? high school in Alberta starts in 10th grade, not 9th grade. Oh, okay. So, all right. All right. All right. I guess I also have like a year later for that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah cause I graduated in 2012, 2011, 2011. Yeah. Yeah. 2011. Yeah. I graduated in 2012, but for us, high school started in the eighth grade. So I entered high oh, school wow. in 2007. Mm -hmm. Wait. Yeah. Damn. Okay. I mean, yeah. so our timelines aren't too, too far off. Wait, hold on. No, I started 2010. I ended 2013. Okay. Yeah. yeah that's right. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah okay yeah. cool aligned yeah, yeah we are okay, all one so year we apart. got 2011 2012 2013 nice mm -hmm. i mean i think just because in high school you're more of like a like a bigger fish in a smaller pond type of thing even though you might not feel that at the time but like i don't know as you keep going up the world keeps getting bigger so i think there's some pretty interesting accomplishments that we can talk about from high school um like personally i think I was fairly well-rounded, or like I tried to be fairly well-rounded, um, like doing decent in school, and then also try to play like 
sports. It was multiple sports, but then it kind of turned into like one sport after. And then I was trying to do like some entrepreneurship business, like competition type oh, things as well. Really? Oh, wow. Um, Dang, yeah, you did so a lot. I, really, I just listed like three things, and one of them is literally <laughs> just school. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. yeah. Yes, stay in school, I guess. I don't know. I mean, but yeah, no, what about you guys? Lewis, like, uh, what were your primary things that you did in high school? I mean, I did okay. In, I did okay in school. Um, but like mostly sports, like you said. Um, mm-hmm. and just like a lot of MSN. A lot of MSN? Nice. Yeah. I didn't, uh, you know, I honestly didn't do, like, did a lot of like leadership stuff in school, but, you know, that that's like, like everyone in high school does that, right? Well, I feel like it depends on like the crowd you roll with, but I, for the most part, yeah. Like I think, well, I, I was in IB, so a lot of like, yeah, the IB kids were in like student government and okay, like okay, that. yeah. Um, I was what did I do? I don't know. I did more as I got older because um, at first it was only sports, and then like I don't know, mm-hmm. in the summer like. like my parents would just leave me at home and my brother and I would watch Naruto on YouTube. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. We put like the youth basketball league in the summer, but like during the, Oh, actually no, we did. So we did a lot of like random tutor stuff. So um, like different, I don't know, like different, different, like we had like math, like Chinese school, um, for like like volunteering for first aid um hmm. what else did we do i don't know on top of sports um oh we got like i think so my parents didn't uh like weren't that great at english when i was a little kid and yeah, i remember in kindergarten sense. um i remember in kindergarten we watched a video uh and it was like about cars and they asked us like hey, does everyone know what that word says? It's really simple. It's like cars or something. And everyone's like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, wait, <laughs> what, kind of, what are those hieroglyphs <laughs> that I'm seeing on the TV right now? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I can say maybe ABCs. I don't know. You put them together. Like, yeah. <laughs> so, in kindergarten? Yeah. yeah, in kindergarten. So they put me in like this... Uh, this really religious guy's um, classical like English tutor thing, and it, I just like zoomed like we <laughs> we we would like start reading like Bible passages to like warm up oh. our reading, but then oh. after that we do like regular like grammar stuff like we did some like old school stuff. Um, we did like sentence diagrams. You guys remember that? No, no. right? Like yeah, like this is like relics of like the sixties. Yeah, wow. This is a while ago. Yeah. So like I I like. New like sentence structure stuff, like learned what gerunds were, um, you know. Um, so it just like did a real 180 since my like traumatic kindergarten experience of being illiterate. <laughs> oh my god, English yeah, <laughs> is great. So that's true uh, though, because like yeah, like as as immigrants, like my parents were never able to teach me English, you know. So yeah, it was really yeah. like I relied on people at school to teach me English. Yeah, and I remember in like the first grade, I had like you know when you have like upper grades partner, they have like a buddy thing. So I think I was oh. partner with like a third grader or something. Not for yeah. ESL reasons, just like yeah, yeah, yeah. for our school. Um, we were making something about um like a pirate ship, 
and then he spelled like pirate wrong. <laughs> I forgot how he spelled it, but he just spelled yeah. it wrong. Like, I think he added like an extra E or something, but before the A or I don't know. Like it was like yeah, 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 pirate, pirate, yeah. And then I just thought that was how you spelled pirate. And like until I don't know, like the seventh or eighth grade, I spelled pirate. Oh no! Yeah, these early influences, like you know, you got you get them young. They misspell words forever. Yeah. Um, oh, actually, I was also on the yearbook when I was, like, in grade 12. Um, okay. And I forgot what it was. Like, some of us try to be, like, as in as many pages as possible. Some people would be, like, you know how you have, like, different club picture for different clubs? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Some yeah. people would, like, show up to different um, pictures of different clubs so they can, like, show up in different pictures throughout the yearbook it was kind of funny um like clubs that they weren't in yeah yeah if they could hide it it's like one of the weirder flexes ever uh, it wasn't like i don't know maybe it was just me but i like really liked ironic things when i was in high school (laughs) (laughs) i don't know if that's changed too much but (laughs) i i really liked that idea but then in grade 12, I was like, you know what would be like even more ironic if I just joined all these clubs? <laughs> so, <laughs> so there's like a uh, <laughs> there's like a section of like 10 straight pages that I'm in every picture in grade 12. Wait, and you were in all those clubs? <laughs> yeah, I actually, yeah, I actually was in all these clubs. What were they? Uh, well, one of them was the graduation picture, I think. Okay. With like everyone. Um, oh man! Wait, you have a <laughs> picture with everyone? Yeah, like the grad class, they all like sit on the bleachers together, and How like they're all graduated like, from your school. A hundred and fifty per class. Oh, okay, damn. Yeah, that's probably why you can do that. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't that big. Yeah. Um, but I was like in the front row with a bunch of my friends, and we all like sat, um, kind of like with our legs like slightly manspread, just like slightly. Before that was a thing, and and yeah, and we put like our hands on our knees, but instead of putting them on our knees, on our own knees, we put them on the the ones oh, beside yeah. us, mm-hmm. and it was like pretty subtle. But like the whole front row was like touching each other's knees, <laughs> and uh, man, no, my high school's messed up. Like that that was pretty like not that was pretty innocent, um, but it's pretty funny. Like everyone's trying to like squint into the sun. Um, like, you know, that kind of photo. Um, and they got to pick the ones with, like, the least squinting. Overall. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Yeah, no, my, my high school's pretty messed up. Like, a couple of years ago, um, their grad class, like, they put all the white kids on one side and everyone else on the other side. Wow. Um, a just, couple of years like, ago? Yeah, a couple of years ago. It's... Wow, that's like a lot more recent than I would have guessed. Yeah, like, that's yeah, like, it seems like some shit that would happen in like 2000, you know. Like What's five the years ratio? Ago. Is it like 50-50 or like Uh I don't know. In my year it was like probably like 30 to 40% white, 30 to 40% various Asians and then everything else was a mix. Yeah. Um huh. and yeah. So that like I don't know. I, I know they were all in on it, but like, it looks pretty bad. And I can't believe no one like, yeah. <laughs> I can't believe no one said something about it. But um, yeah, yeah. so that, that, was, that was one of the pictures. 
that I was in. <laughs> in, in like uh, in Vancouver, is that like a common spread of race though? Because like yeah, yeah. growing up in Calgary, I, I felt like I like I don't know, maybe it's because I was in IB. So like pretty much all of my classmates were Asian and were kind of like more segregated from the rest of the school. But I always thought like my school was kind of Asian. Yeah. Um, but like how much I don't what, know, what percent what percent? Um, like I'd be lying if there was more than like I don't know 10-15% Asians at my school and I already thought that was like right. a lot of Asians you know yeah 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 Just, I think it's a product of, of being in Calgary although there's oh, yeah. maybe yeah. like a couple of schools in Calgary that are closer to like, like 30 40 50% more like Churchill or like, like yeah Churchill's that yeah Churchill that's that's literally the one <laughs> <laughs> no like all my cousins went there so yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah but it was different for them back then they're a little bit older and like they'd tell me these horror stories about like they get bullied until like they started pretending like they knew like martial arts and stuff wait what that's fucked yeah because they're like they're like i don't know a good 10 years older than us mm-hmm. and like the the 90s are pretty bad on asians i would say yeah yeah like unless like you had to find your niche i think you had to like mm-hmm. be like you know rice your car and stuff and like there is a subculture but it's not like how it is now mm-hmm. yeah i think that whole like asian movement like that, that whole subculture thing was was pretty important for asian identity back then you know like yeah yeah i think it was really like yeah because the way they were portrayed in media and such back then like it was Mm -hmm. pretty much just bruce lee you know (laughs) and like it's kind of cool like it's kind of cool to know martial arts but it's not like it's not realistic you know it's not like a realistic yeah i think it is cool i think it is cool it's just it's been downplayed because of who is like whose culture it is it's kind of like you know how whenever teenage girls like things like people just shit on it yeah yeah it's like everything the next generation likes yeah 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 i think it's like yeah. that like i think like knowing martial arts is like pretty cool like you know you're i don't know i read a book about bruce lee like he was pretty he's a pretty intense guy but like mm-hmm. like he knew his body like really well he always tried different mm-hmm. things he was pushing the limits but like when people make fun of that kind of stuff it's just because of like who who like what culture it's from right yeah Yeah, that's true like if it was a white thing like it would be cool always Mm. maybe maybe maybe. like it depends on the context but like i think you have the right idea like i think that's the right like way to think about it like i don't know if 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 like like snapchat a few years ago or, or tiktok was like used by like i don't know entrepreneurs or whatever like people would think better of it right well yeah, yeah definitely it totally depends That's true. on yeah like and i think it's just because we've all went through it as well like we grew up with the generation above us like shitting on what we do you know or like yeah, obviously yeah, yeah. On the internet or like blah blah, blah this and that that like it's almost this vicious cycle that now you feel like because yeah. you're the older generation now and there's like a whole new trend of things that kids do like yeah. you're almost entitled like you have this privilege <laughs> to yeah. be the disrespectful one now you know <laughs> i feel that like I, yeah. 
I definitely am like, oh, kids are like, oh, they're so stupid. They can't like even talk to people. They're like <laughs> social anxiety. But, you know, it's not their fault. It's like how it's it's the surroundings that they grew up in. And like, yeah, it's totally. like we're boomers here. Right? They're all like, oh, millennials. You like you just don't care about anyone else. And they're like, mm-hmm. you're only on your phones the whole time. And then you got to help them connect their printer to their laptops. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel the same way. It's almost like. um. At Queens, like, I mean, I know you, you didn't do undergrad there, but in, like, engineering in, in first year, they yeah. basically treat you like shit during all of Frosh Week. Like, it's some real hazing shit, you know? Oh, and yeah, then, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, they'll, like... Yeah, I've heard crazy stories. I think it, it, it has to get toned down recently, but, like, and, and even probably what I did compared to, you know, people that did it, like, 10 years ago is toned down. But mm-hmm. because Definitely. you got like all these people yelling at you and whatever, like when you become a second year, like when you become an upper year and you get that right to like yell at <laughs> years, you're like, yo, yeah. I was like, people were yelling at me last year, you know, like I might as well kind of thing. My time to shine, baby. <laughs> but honestly, yeah, kind of similar in high school, I found like, well, I don't know, we started high school in grade eight and grade eight just got shit on all the time mm-hmm. by everyone. And then as soon as you're mm-hmm. in grade nine, it's fine. Like, I mean, you're still, like, bottom of the chain, but, like, no one really cares about you anymore. Yeah. And I don't know if you guys had the same thing starting high school, like, in grade, like, 9 and 10. Uh, mine was, I don't even know. We had middle school, and then, oh, actually, we had, like, yeah, yeah it was weird. We had, Our middle school was, like, 7 to 9. Senior school was 10 to 12. Oh, yeah. But yeah, mo- mo- most people came grade 8. But no, no, that's exactly how it is. You you go for you, you become like you outgrow your pond each time, and then you don't you realize how much bigger the the subsequent pond is. But it's just like I feel like in in grade school type situations though, there's no like reason behind any of the like the rules they're imposed, like to shit on younger kids. Like it just no. happens. Oh yeah, yeah, the yeah. Of being a kid, you know, is bigger. So, like, it's like in recess yeah. when like the fifth graders started like messing with TJ and the gang. <laughs> yeah. kids are mean yeah and it's yeah. like kind of just arbitrary. Know i think like cause when i went yeah in like my elementary school they had we had the same school bus as the junior high so like oh, dang. Yeah. all kids from like grades one to i guess nine were on the same bus and like it was just like a thing like every bus knew it did no matter like what school bus you were on, it was just like this unspoken rule that like the older kids sat in the back. So like we would literally sit ourselves in like grade order from back to front, you know? Yeah. Oh like, yeah, it was yeah. like that too. It was like that too when we had like I don't know, like cross country. We were like older kids would sit in the back, and then mm-hmm. like they just mess with you. And then uh, yeah. I was in rowing too, and like I like. Same with like the Queens engineering stuff. Like they would haze you a little bit. Like they'd make like grade eight kids fight each other. Um, <laughs> what? But oh like it was way worse before before I joined. Right. Like we we there were people who like were in grade twelve when I was in grade eight that they I don't know they were like duct taped to a pole or something. Oh my god! What? <laughs> like it, it's just like human nature to like. I don't know if you get it. You you want to get that chance too and just become degenerate. See, I left you speechless, Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's it's really funny, but it's also not funny. But I don't know. I f- I feel like it's like that with like frats too, right? Like it's becoming less uh, 
like less and less of of that kind of stuff is allowed. Yeah, I think just it's with the introduction of like all this PC culture and everything, like you have to be accommodating to everyone regardless of their needs. Like people didn't really give as much of a shit even like five, ten years ago, you know? And then now as this progresses, like yeah, you have to tone down all of that mm-hmm. like hazing and everything that's going on, you know. And like everything yeah. is on the internet now. So like you're held so much more accountable. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Versus like back then, like I didn't have a cell phone for most of high school. Like, yeah, same. People weren't filming everything and like putting it on their stories, you know, like mm-hmm. it's super different now. Yeah. It we was had, like potato cameras too on our flip phones. So. <laughs> yeah. Nothing really. Like... <laughs> I think I had like, like a separate then... digital camera. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like I had a, I had a cell phone and then I also had like an iPod. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And people like totally. play their iPod in class. Like hit so many levels of Angry Birds in religion class. You'd yeah. hide your like <laughs> earbud in your sleeve and then put your hand oh, up to your yo. ear. Wow. Okay. And it was for dumb things too. It was like to listen to like Nelly Furtado and Timbaland, you know? <laughs> Wait. I was just okay, saying that, that music is timeless. Yeah, it it really is. I was saying like like last week or something when my roommate was still here, like there's this whole it's almost like a genre of songs where Timbaland collabed with like a single <laughs> with like a female pop artist and they're yeah, always yeah, yeah. famous. You know? Like he did promiscuous <laughs> with Nelly he did, yep, yep. And then he did um Wait a Minute with the Pussycat dolls. Oh my god, I forgot about that song. He did um If If We Ever Meet Again with Katy Perry. Like he oh, was just damn. checking off female pop idols, like one off the list. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh, the one with uh, Carrie Hilson. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. Oh, the way I are. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. classic. Yeah. See, like, like there's a. It's almost like a whole genre of Timbaland collabing with oh, female. Man. Good old hot dog neck, man. He did a lot. <laughs> I mean, he's a legendary producer. Yeah. Wow. Justin Timberlake would not be Justin Timberlake without Timberland. Oh, that's true. Yeah. It's like kind of how like Jay-Z wouldn't be Jay-Z without Kanye West. <clears throat> Anyways. <laughs> yeah. That, so, uh, that's true. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to put the two Kanye together. Yeah. <laughs> um, so just a quick shout out. Um, Kevin has ranked every single one of Kanye West's songs. Um, where can they check that out, Kevin? I can't. I have... <laughs> <laughs> I have ranked every one of Kanye West's songs. Uh, that's classified information. You know, my blog is only for uh, people I trust. Uh, what's the top song? What's the top can song? that? Yeah. Uh, I can. It's gorgeous. Off uh, my Dark Beetle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <clears throat> Robin, what's your favorite Kanye song? <laughs> hmm, good question. I think I like Otis. Oh, Wait, is, is that by Kanye? Wow. Uh, well, that's Kanye and Jay, yeah. Oh, Kanye and Jay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm, that was left out. The throne was left out of the, the rankings. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I only did uh, mm-hmm. solo albums, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, but... that's okay. Otis is my pick. Nice. Lewis? Mm-hmm. Is, is it corny to say Runaway? I don't think so. I think a lot of people's favorite Kanye song is Runaway. Yeah, that's a good yeah. song. No, he's got so many. I don't know. So yeah. many great ones. I mean, I think I put Runaway at number three. 
Oh, okay. okay yeah, that's, okay. A, that's a good one. I haven't, uh, I don't know. He's, he's really transformed as an artist. He's really like, did we, I feel like we, we, we talked about this one, like one time, like when he had his mass appeal, it was like the, the, like my beautiful dark twisted fantasy era, like, well, graduation, I think graduation yeah. for sure. Um, and then after that, he was like, all right, like I made something everyone loves, like, but I'm going to just try some new things. And yeah. get super religious. Yeah. I think I, I just think like yeah, he is one of the more interesting character arcs of all celebrities. Yeah, that's true. Kind of like a double, like I don't know, because it, it we almost forget like how much stuff he had went through. I remember like watching much music and like it was only graduation. I think like his 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 newest stuff was like stronger. It was like mm-hmm. wait no 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 that was late registration, but like I don't know around that time. Mm-hmm. maybe graduation had come out maybe not um and they're already doing like the life and story of like kanye west and he already had so much go on yeah well that, that's why i i just think like his whole like how he got into the music industry the type of music he chooses to make at different times in his life i mean like that's that's why i like him so much yeah what do you think he was like in high school <laughs> <laughs> the exact same yeah, I wouldn't doubt it, honestly. Like, to Kanye is Kanye because he believes he's, like, the best. And he yeah. genuinely believes that, you know? No, but I want to challenge that. Like, if we look at earlier recordings of him when he was trying to prove himself as a rapper, he mm-hmm. didn't truly believe he was the best. I didn't think he truly believed he was the best, but I feel like he truly believed he deserved a place. He oh, didn't yeah, yeah. Know how good was he still, was. I feel like there was a, a, a time when he was like pretty humble about it like his rapping at least i think your situation humbles you so the situation that he was put in at that time he didn't have the platform to say the types of things that he says like he says now and yeah i wouldn't say like gets away with but like people can uh, take him more seriously um maybe not now because i think (laughs) he's kind of lost his like public appeal but you know back then (laughs) when he was making the like uh, top 40s type music yeah but i think it's just like a product of the time because if he like no matter when he got that fame he was always gonna feel the same way about it so it's mm-hmm. just kind of like when he okay i see it, i see yeah that makes sense not dumb, yeah, you know? like i don't think he's stupid enough back then to say he's the best without even getting a deal right right yeah that's fair yeah mm-hmm. yeah anyways um like we so, yeah, like Robin, yeah. <laughs> what, what were you up to in high school? <laughs> yeah, so I, I kept pretty busy. I played like a bunch of sports, mostly volleyball and basketball, but I do like track and field days and stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. And I did well in school, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I was also in band. Okay. Um, what did you play? I played the saxophone. Yeah. And then I took piano lessons like outside of school kind of thing. Wow. Um, I think that's an undersold part of Robin is that most people know she's good at sports and like pretty smart, but they don't know that she's pretty good at instruments as well. Music. Thanks, Lewis. But it was interesting in high school because I felt like uh, there's all these cliques and like being in sports was kind of a clique, but then being in band was kind of a clique, and like people Mm -hmm. kind of made fun of band kids. Oh. And there was this weird like 
like when you went in the band room you like entered right in front of like the seniors bench kind of thing and so there was everyone was like oh they're in band kind of thing <clears throat> although now like i mean it's cool because i learned a new instrument that i still have and like still play but yeah at the time like band wasn't necessarily cool in high But now, I mean, like, a lot of yeah. the kids I was in band with are actually, like, musicians in real life, or at least, like, amateur oh. musicians, and, like, pretty cool, like. Yeah, I think, Was like... band uncool for, like, most places? It wasn't cool where I live. Yeah. Okay. Like, I wouldn't I mean, say it was, like, super uncool or anything, but it was definitely not, like, a cool thing to do. Yeah, and, like, hmm. the band kids, I think. The people who were really into it, like, kind of owned it. But they were definitely, like, typically quirkier and, like, mm -hmm. you know, like, that kind of... Yeah, it was interesting to know yeah. what else to say about it. But I think some places, like, it's cool. Actually, yeah, I remember going on a band trip to Disneyland, which is so fun. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure, like, your school, Lewis, was there. Oh, yeah, yeah. People yeah. joined because of all the trips and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it wasn't like uncool for sure. Yeah. But I feel like like okay, I just when I say band kid and especially when I think like of my school's like band back you know like dated correctly. You know how like you imagine what how people are based on like how they dressed or like <laughs> what their aesthetic was in high school like and there was like a very clear kind of like what cool kids looked like back then um mm -hmm. i don't know mm -hmm. about like, uh -huh. you guys but for my school definitely like or for a lot of like calgary um like you could like almost see someone in high school and be like oh they're probably like a cool kid yeah if i imagine like band kids they're definitely yeah more of like the quirky keeps to themselves kind of like maybe wears like a like a hoodie with the hood up type of guy yeah or i'm picturing i'm picturing like girls who like wear ties oh man yeah, that, yeah. that's a different that's like, a different kind of yeah, yeah. I, I get that like the I'm not like the other girls type girls. Yeah. Well, I feel like if they're wearing a tie, they almost like don't care about making that stay. I think there's like a type of girl who says I'm not like other girls, but the the girls mm -hmm. who are wearing ties, they're they're definitely not saying. I don't know. I feel like they yeah. they got something else. Actions speak louder than words. But um, yeah. wait, Lewis, did your school have uniform? Oh yeah, yeah. If you're oh, in band, yeah. if you're in band, I did band for one year, um, uh -huh. and in grade eight, uh, and you you get a golf shirt specific to band so nice. it was nice to have that so you know what as i said i joined uh, i played the clarinet it was the second cheapest mm. rental option <laughs> was that something you took into account <laughs> well i didn't i didn't own any of the uh other instruments like i had a pretty not so creative uh upbringing like I did my own thing. I like I like to draw yeah. and stuff, but like, yeah, I didn't really. We didn't really have like investment in instrument lessons yeah, and yeah. stuff. So, mm -hmm. yeah, so it was pretty cheap, and like you know, it was pretty similar to like my best instrument, the the recorder. Okay. So, <laughs> of course, um, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't like a huge jump. So, I don't know. I was I wasn't very good at it, but like it was fun. It was a fun time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I was also in band in like the ninth grade, which I guess wasn't mm -hmm. high school, but it was because um, like my school implemented this thing where they redid their whole how like options worked. Uh, 
So like electives, like electives. Yeah. So in like past years at my junior high, you got like four options. Um, Mm. But then in ninth grade, for some reason, like we got eight. Um, And there's only like 10 options. So many. Yeah. Yeah, So you like take all of them. (laughs) Yeah. So I just ended up joining band because I didn't know because I think band and French were full year options. They counted for like two each. So and yeah, and like a lot of my friends were in band, and then they're like, you can just join because of the band trip. Uh, so I nice. pretty much just did that. Where'd you, you go? Play? I played. Uh, I played trumpet. Nice. It was good for me though because I was pretty. Yeah, I was pretty shit at trumpet, but the trumpet players in our like middle school band were like really into playing trumpet. So sometimes I would just sit and like press buttons. Yeah, and not pretend to play. Yeah, That's a classic move. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I like yeah, that. Yeah, I did deploy that many times as well. Yeah. Are, are there like electives that you guys wish you had chosen differently? Hmm. Coming back from South America, I was like, I wish I had taken Spanish in high school yeah. instead of French. Because mm. like now that I've learned some Spanish, I'm like, oh, it's actually so easy to learn. Like at the time, I was kind of invested like you know eight or nine yeah. years into french like i should just keep taking french but like knowing now how easy it is to learn spanish i'm like i should have taken spanish like it's easier than french oh way easier it's like similar but just way simpler and like less words and easier grammar easier to understand yeah cool all around and i'm like i wish yeah like young me had chosen to take spanish mm. instead yeah it really did feel like a sunk cost at that point because like you, yeah you've taken so many years of french already but yeah that's the thing same now, like i barely remember french it's not like i used <laughs> yeah. so yeah. to you be fair i feel like if i took spanish i probably also would have forgotten my spanish <laughs> maybe <laughs> but i feel like more people in the world speak spanish oh definitely yeah more useful yeah but it's just because we live in Canada. Yeah, yeah. See, that was your first mistake. Yeah. <laughs> you live in Canada? <laughs> I mean, yo, honestly, at this point in the quarantine, pretty happy I live here. Compared to the, the other, yeah. you know, like, place yeah. that could have immigrated. That's true. Yeah, that's, that's true. true. I think I, I, I was, like, looking at this thing where, um, like, Canada's citizens have a lot more confidence in their government to deal with like this virus versus the uh the states and like the uk hmm. which i mean it's definitely not surprising yeah not surprising yeah it's hard to say i don't know i think like we were like both of us the us and canada have had like mount like months and months of warning but well i think the whole world did yeah and I don't know. I think there's just like different priorities and like we're we're getting it slightly better, but like in, in the States, like they care so much about like how the stock market is doing and mm-hmm. it's because the system like just relies on it yeah. so much for like so many people. And and I think, you know, hopefully things will, will change for the best because of this. Like they'll see what all these inefficiencies are and like how broken mm-hmm. a lot of the systems are. Well, I think that's, mm. it's just the states. Like, I think they, the states really thinks they're invincible when things are going well. Yeah. 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 Like, 
And things so rarely go poorly for them because they're the states and they hold so much power in the world that like when mm -hmm. something like this, which, you know, like money can't buy you out of this situation, happens or like stuff mm -hmm. like that. Like it's just, it fucks with the, yeah, the whole system of the states, right? I mean, there's so many things wrong with it before, but like, I think it, this is just, it's not like things just broke now, right? Like, I think no. it's really showing what's what's not working for, for a lot of people. But you're right. It's it. like, definitely have that overconfidence thing and, like, the bias towards optimism. Like, it was funny, right? It was funny until people, yeah. like, it was funny until white people died. Or, yeah, like, when I when I talked with my parents about this for one of the first few times, it's, like, it's because it's just being brought into the forefront of like everyone. It's like, it's real in your face for, yeah, for like yeah. first world countries at this point that they can't avoid it. And dude, yeah, even Italy was like, dude, like people in the past, like 10 days yeah. past of, of the, the virus, like, you know, take this seriously. Like, I mean, you got people <laughs> in Miami, like just going yeah, up just wild. Like partying, yeah. And like, you'd think they'd listen to Italians, but. I don't know. No. <laughs> like, you got countries in the world that like are at war constantly. You know, like like yeah. Pakistan and shit. Like they're just yeah. they have internal conflict. And but to us who live in a bubble in North America, like it's kind of whatever. Which is kind of bad to say, but it it is. You know. Yeah, man. And, like I mean, it, it's it's like on one hand, like yeah, I think it kind of shows how people just like don't see. Chinese suffering as like human suffering or like yes. all of those different countries that are at war right now like mm -hmm. everything in the Middle East like you know that's not like human suffering to them right yeah because um, it's not you it's yeah, not you, to, you or no. your people that you yeah. can relate to suffering yeah but you know on the other hand it's also very like psychologically common like to relate to something more um when it's more tangible like when something's in your neighborhood you know like or or when someone you know like mm -hmm. goes through yeah. something when it's on the other side of the world you can kind of just not think about it and go on with your normal life. yeah exactly i don't want to be like everyone here is just like a, a racist and shit, but like it, it's it's a pretty like normal psychological yeah. thing but it, it but it sucks it, it sucks it still sucks right like yeah it does like, I don't think it's it's racist. I mean, like, I do think it's racist, but I don't think it's like, <laughs> racist for people to think this way. Like, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's it, racist, like, but it's human nature. Yeah. We're wired to not care exactly. as much. But I think like, the problem becomes, like, why don't we think of other countries as close to us as people? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean... Like you said, obviously, first one is they look different, which yeah. is a, it's a pretty big. But it's almost like there's certain countries that, like, yeah, when when bad things happen to certain countries, it's like, or well, a lot. Yeah, of yeah, yeah. It's Dude, like when, pray when, for this country, like yo, when France, pray, pray for France, man. Pay for yeah. France, like every time, dude. So much yeah. stuff has happened to France. <laughs> yeah, <that's true. laughs> yeah, yeah like, but everyone cares about them, and like Australia, exactly. when Australia was on fire. Everyone cared about Australia, but it's like China is one of those countries. Like China, like 
places in the Middle East, like Russia as well, North Korea, things yeah. like that. They're almost countries that, like, when bad shit happens, people are like, well, of course, you know, it's like, it's yeah. Dude, have you been on Reddit? Like, at any time someone brings up anything that, like, China's trying to help other countries with, like, yeah. the thing, like, so, uh, they just go off. They just want to be like, Reddit does not like China. <laughs> yeah, dude, I don't know. It's it's tough. To, you hate to see it, but but I don't know. The thing is, like that that has consequences, right? Like that 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 affects people like us, though, right? Because like in San Francisco, there's so many yeah. like like violent hate crimes right now, like throughout the country too. That's horrible. And like it's just it's tough. There was like this video about like a while ago about that that old man who was collecting cans and like mm-hmm. people just like beat him up and scared him out of there. And he's like weeping. He's like scared, like, like he's scared for his life. And he's just trying to like, he, he's just trying to collect cans like to make a living. Right. And mm-hmm. like, it sucked, dude. That was so close to where I used to like, where I was living in San Francisco. And I would oh, see really? all these uncles and aunties, like, like pretty old, like 60 years old or more. And they're just like, collecting cans from different neighborhoods um because like like a lot of them don't speak english and they can't like like they don't know what programs are available to them and not only that like a lot of them don't want to like live off these different government assistant programs like they want to do their own thing like they found the guy eventually he's like no like i know i apply for like i can't apply for these things but i don't want to like i just want to work for my money and mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess, I guess like it's tough because like they don't even know what's going on. You're like, like they don't speak English, and like there is it's tough. It's tough out there. So it really hurt. It it, it sucked. Like I took, I would mm-hmm. take like the like the train with a lot of them, and like they come to my neighborhood and pick up cans and stuff. And like I'd I'd like separate our recycling so that like our cans are in a separate place. So it's like an easy easy pickup, yeah. you know, easy money. Mm-hmm. it kind of feels like the state of everything has given people an excuse to just be like the worst version of themselves like yeah like there's a lot of like racism yeah and like stuff like that and like people kind of justify because they're like oh like well they have coronavirus and you're like well no like yeah i mean like if someone has coronavirus you really got you trying to punch them out like and is that that (laughs) protect protect yourself from the virus that way I saw this in South America too. Like, there's a lot of racism towards. Well, when I was there, like, Italians, Spanish people, Chinese people, Koreans. Uh, yeah. But yeah. now, like, the U.S. has the most number of cases, and I'm like, but are they being racist towards Americans? Like, Americans. I don't know. Yeah. Like, they're gonna yeah. apply the same. That's and, tough though, because like, America's maybe, like got everyone. Yeah, that's yeah. true, but. <laughs> Um, yeah. Like I heard of these two guys who like were from Spain and they hadn't been to Spain in months, but like they got kicked out of the hostel. They couldn't find like another another hostel. Like wouldn't take them. Wow. They had to, like sleep on the street. Like, huh? That's like, rough. Yeah, it's crazy. But I feel like yeah, because everyone's in such a panic, they're kind of like, mm-hmm. well, like it's justified because of coronavirus. But yeah, just kind of an of, excuse like, to be like a our lizard person. brains just come out, right? Yeah. I mean, I feel like the people who do that, though, were already inherently racist to begin with. Yes. It just really gives them, like, a medium to, like, let it out. Yeah. But I think, you know, people who are genuinely nice people aren't going to take this as an excuse to 
Like, yeah. I mean, hopefully. I, th- I think, I I think you kind of see like two different ways of approaching it, right? Like mm-hmm. there, there's definitely people who are like racist and they have like they have they're using this as an excuse to like, I don't know, like be violent against people or like just to, to shit on people. Um, but then there's also the other half where like they're just afraid. Like people are people are afraid they can't take the risk. Like that that part comes out too, and you kind of see mm-hmm. that in less less violent incidents, right? Like yeah, a lot of ignorant people probably just like get scared, and yeah, like like that. I feel like I'm not saying that's a good thing, or like more accept, but I do think that's like less inherently like bad. Yeah, like I I, I do really believe that. I mean, I can't say everyone, it's hard to generalize everyone, but, you know, most people are just inherently, like, selfish. And that's not, yeah, it's yeah. not, like, a bad thing. It's just people are going to look out for their own interests first. And when you have, yeah, something like this situation in which people aren't the best informed about, yeah, like, everything about yeah. the issue, selfishness takes over in different ways for different people, right? And that could be like anything from just like following social distancing to like hoarding things yeah yeah like it's gotten to the point that like i I mean like you know when people were panic buying shit i didn't need toilet paper but i just (laughs) don't buy toilet paper now like i will just not have toilet paper right now so like you gotta get some you know and then it's like a cycle yeah yeah (sighs) it almost brings out like primal instincts in people yeah but and I've said this before, but you can't spell pandemic without panic. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> is that an original Which quote? Is too real. <laughs> uh, I independently came up with it, but, like, it's possible it exists out there already. <laughs> as, as, no, as long as you didn't, like, hear it from somewhere else, I trust you. You can take the credit for it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Damn. I feel like we Damn. started this as, like, a... Like, what do we do in high school? But inevitably, at this point of time, it's always going to go to a coronavirus. <laughs> yeah, geez. Like, were you... What was what was going on when we were in high school? Was that SARS? Was that uh, the, the oh, same time? SARS or was, was that, like, wait, that was earlier, right? SARS yeah. was like elementary school. Grade school, Oh, yeah. uh, there was swine flu, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? Wasn't that a thing? That was actually yeah. a pandemic. Oh, thing. Yeah, yeah, but I feel like it just didn't affect nearly as many people right no and it wasn't as bad and i think also part of the thing now is again like there's so much more global travel like people Mm -hmm. fly internationally literally all the time it's way cheaper more accessible and so like i wonder if like this kind of if like coronavirus had happened before would it have kind of just fizzled out like sars or swine flu like yeah yeah Definitely, like, I can't say I'm as well-informed on those as I am about corona now, but, yeah, like, I think one of the biggest factors of how the corona spread was, like, it was just straight up, it was Chinese New Year when it broke out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone, like, everyone and their mothers was traveling within China at that time, you know, or, like, back to China. Um, Yeah. And, like, I don't think the like the strict rules had been implemented at that time. Like my, my dad was actually in China when the whole thing broke out. Um, and yeah. like, yeah. you know, people were still like for the first little bit, you could still like fly out of China and shit. Like people were panicking. Yeah. Like I had a layover in Shanghai 
early January, like I think right after the first cases were reported. But like it was fine and I didn't ever have any problems later on having that like stamp in my passport. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think, yeah, like they had already reported cases and then soon afterwards like started restricting travel. But I don't know. Not like by then. Yeah. It was just like a super not opportune time for everything to happen. So do you feel like you guys might have been exposed then? I don't think so, because I was in, well, I was in Shanghai, and I think at that point it was like, I mean, it's possible, because I, I had 14 hours, so I actually went out in the city and, like, ate a bunch of food and stuff. Oh, yeah, I remember yeah. that. Yeah, you had some pretty um, good uh, so, good food. Yeah, so it was, like, definitely possible I could have been exposed, but, like, I feel like at that point there were so few cases mm-hmm. that was, the chances were yeah. pretty low, but... Like, and people just weren't taking it seriously yet outside of China. Yeah. When I traveled back home, everything was fine. Like, no one else in the world, it was really not on their mm-hmm. mind. When I went to South America soon after, like, no one ever, like, paid attention to that, like, stamp in my passport. And then it wasn't until, like, a few weeks or, like, a month ago where people started being like, oh, have you been in, like, these countries in the last two weeks? Like, do you have symptoms? Like, it took a while, I think, for people to start being proactive about it i guess but yeah i think yeah. that's like that's really it it's just people weren't proactive i think like i don't know i mean i am no leader of a country but <laughs> just looking retroactively i think just a lot of leaders fucked up in that sense because yeah. yeah i literally have a like an article open that i'm going to read after this that's titled um China bought the West time, the West squandered it. Why did so many countries watch the epidemic unfold for weeks as though it was none of their concern? Uh, which yeah. is pretty on topic. But yeah, like I think just literally if you, I don't know. I mean, again, I'm no politician, but if you instigated like an international travel ban for, I don't know, like a month in February or like a couple of weeks in February or something like that, you know, just even in and out of China or it just seems to me it could have, done so much and people might have been mad about it at the time because they didn't care about it at that time yeah but like, yeah if you could give them like a crystal ball and see the future that yeah. we're in right now i'm sure everyone would be like yeah let's do this instead you know? yeah of course yeah no it's crazy how like quickly it escalated i saw like this um article too that was comparing the number of cases in italy versus the u.s oh, with yeah. like an 11 el- an day lag yeah. They're basically like matching up exactly, and that was before the U.S. like really exploded with cases. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, if you looked at that, you'd be like, "Oh fuck!" Like the U.S. is about to explode with cases. Like clearly, mm-hmm. it's following the exact same trajectory as Italy. But like, it took them too long, I think, to like put measures in place, and now it's like a hotbed. I'm looking <laughs> so. right now, and like New York has sixty thousand cases on its own. This, yeah, this yeah, actually insane. It's really it's become an American virus though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to yeah. turn Trump's words on his head. Yeah, I don't know. I think that the, one of the the problems, like you know, aside from the blatant like othering and and racism from from calling it the Chinese virus, is just that like you make people think it's not gonna be a risk for them. So oh, like if you say it's a Chinese virus, like yeah. only Chinese oh, people yeah. get it. Oh yeah, because he. Trump was like literally calling it the Chinese virus. 
Yeah, there's that picture where he like crossed out the the name of the coronavirus and wrote Chinese virus on top of that. Oh my god. Wow. Yeah, there's a picture of that on his uh on his speech on his like script. And like Jeez. I don't know. Like the, I think like that's just dangerous for for the citizens, right? Like you just make them think it's it's like further away. Mhm. Yeah. I guess I never thought about that part of calling it a Chinese virus. Yeah, I mean, like, like obviously, obviously, racist undertones, shit. But like, mm-hmm. that's that's just like a different effect of it, right? We, you just mm-hmm. you put it farther away, so you don't have to think about it. And like, I don't know, there's just so much, so many things mishandled. Yeah. Yeah, I think really, like, if if people are gonna vote Trump back on after he handled this coronavirus incident, like, man, I I will just lose so much faith in americans oh my god yeah like yeah i don't know it, it really is important it's even though trump's not really like you know running <laughs> or making all the decisions it's like he's the face you know like he's the face of leadership in the states yeah and when your leadership is just it's so incompetent it's so like blatantly incompetent i think there's <laughs> even like a video of how his like how he spoke about the virus differed over time like how yeah. you yeah, yeah. calling it like a like a democrat like, like a hoax on him yeah yeah and then how like you know he was like oh we're controlling it like there's only like six cases in america and they're all getting better and then like suddenly one day he was like man we're in a pandemic like yeah yeah he's like i've always but taken it seriously yeah, exactly the US had like a lot like not a lot of testing i read this one article about mm-hmm. a doctor who's american and was convinced she had it because she had like traveled in Europe or something, or China maybe. And then she came back and she was like convinced she had coronavirus, and she could not get tested. Like she went to like multiple mm-hmm. places. She kept getting to have like referrals. Finally, like when she went to get a test, they were like, "We're out of tests." And then like eventually, when she did get tested, it took like a while to get her results. And like, and she yeah. was like, "Yeah, this is part of the problem." Like, yeah, you don't find out till like way later. But, and it's yeah. just hard yeah. to know, I guess. And then, like, because they didn't have, like, strict, like, social distancing and, like, lockdown measures and stuff at that point, like, most people would just go on living their normal life. Mm-hmm. They, like, didn't know if they had it kind of thing. Yeah. And like, I, a flawed that's, that's part of it, too, is, like, yeah. they can say they have lower numbers that they just don't test anyone. Yeah. Apparently, Mexico. Yeah. So I was in Mexico for a few days on my way home, but they're super chill. And they recently reported, like... Uh, 400 deaths due to like pneumonia. Oh yeah. Everyone's like, hmm, okay, Mexico, like, and like a bunch more deaths due to like influenza, and they're like kind of refusing to like lock down fully and like mm-hmm. like stop travel and all this just, stuff because they're just like they think they're invincible. I think a bit. It, yeah, um, it's just like why. And they're just like very much underreporting cases and like. Yeah, and then the Mexicans I talked to when I was there were like, we have way worse stuff than coronavirus. Like, we won't shut down for this. Like, it's like, okay. But, like, it's probably going to be a disaster in a couple weeks. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I came across the thing, too, is, like, um, why Mexico is going to be the, the new Italy or worse. Oh, interesting. Can you send wow. that to me? Yeah, it's a Vox article. Mm-hmm. Man, um, it's just it sounds so bad because like Italy is already so bad, but really we are 
like I wouldn't say we're at the beginning of this virus, but we're still at like, you know, if this is like a movie, we're definitely not near the climax yet of this virus at all. Like where we just hit the initial instant <laughs> wrapping up action, you know? So there's just, there's so much more potential for this virus to wreak havoc. And yeah, yeah like I've, I've no doubt that like somewhere like Mexico will be the next Italy and might be worse. And it's just bad because Italy is already like so bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's so many factors yeah. too. Like Italy's a pretty old, like their their population yeah. pyramids, yeah. like pretty old. That's so like true. really mess yeah. with them. But yeah, I feel like it's also in the culture to just like it's like very social culture, right? Like you want to go do yeah. stuff, you want to be with people. Mm-hmm. They're like family oriented. Yeah, so. and I think a lot of like times they live with like a lot of family. Like I was yeah. reading, so so like Sweden hasn't really locked down. Like people are, some people are working from home, but like they're kind of just letting people like live their normal lives, but it, and like encourage them yeah. to kind of stay home and stuff. But also they said like over half of Swedish households are made up of one person. When, yeah. Wow. Like, yeah. so that really like limits the spread, right? Versus yeah. I think in Italy, like, yeah, mm-hmm. you're living with like your grandparents and your parents and your kids and like, or at least like if you're not living with them, you're seeing them a lot and Yeah. I guess mm-hmm. it makes a big difference, but we had we had a good intentions. We came in with kind of high school, but <laughs> I mean, as the times do, uh, we're gonna end up on this. But uh, yeah, that just about wraps it up for us. Uh, thanks everyone for tuning into the general store. I will see you next time. Bye guys. Bye. Yeah.